For more resources, visit rym.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey everybody, we are back talking to Paul Brown, and we've uh, yesterday ended talking about um, just the the lack of rest, really, um, and just kind of being students being driven uh, to pursue academics, kind of at all costs, and um, segueing to today. And um, there seems to be a theme here, um, but the, the question is, how to share my faith when no one cares if you're a Christian? And kind of saying it just seems to be kind of irrelevant. And we talked about, you know, the lack of relevance of Scripture the other day. And it seems like the church is irrelevant when it comes to academics and that being kind of the primary focus. And so um, it seems to, again, uh, have this theme of Scripture being irrelevant, the church being irrelevant. And so um, leading to that question, how how do I share my faith with someone when it seems like nobody cares uh, if you're a Christian or not? So how do you deal with this question, Paul? Um, it was interesting because it started as uh, we were talking about persecution and difficulty in youth group once and um, a couple of weeks ago. And one of the guys, when I asked the question, what is it like to be a Christian in school? He said, no one cares um, if you're a Christian. And he felt that sort of his faith was slightly irrelevant to his peers. And I think often I think that's been a problem for the church at large, that as society has changed and evolved and um, its its role in society is is it becomes less and less and and so that then when it kind of comes to how do they live out we you know we kind of talk about the importance of being connected to God and loving God first and from that the you know, second commandment you know the love other people and just being you know distinctive people in their schools where they can kind of they are helping they're being helpful and I think it's so often. Um, we find that a lot of our young people are kind of, are, you know, they've kind of, they've got different hats on for different contexts. So this is their school hat, but that they don't bring their faith into that environment. And then on Sundays they put on their faith hat and they go to church or they play in the rugby team or the soccer team. And they put on that hat and they move into that environment. And so it's trying to help young people to see that God doesn't just want your Sundays, but he wants to be with you every day. Um, and there's a uh, there's a very helpful resource uh, that came out of the London Institute of Contemporary Christianity by a guy called Mark Green, which was helping people to think through how to be fruitful on your front lines. So each of us are placed in different contexts, placed in different places where actually we can uh be ministers of of grace and we can be ministers of the gospel in those environments so rather than sort of door-to-door evangelism but where has god placed you and so often when we kind of come to talk to young people we're we're saying to them god has placed you in this school you're here for a reason and the the gospel is not just for our information but it's also for our transformation and also for the transformation the environment that we are part of and so when it kind of comes to you know, we we try to say uh, to the to our students to say, 
when you, when it comes to school, you go about your business, you work hard, you do the things that you're asked to do, you be polite, um, you enjoy school, you see that school is a privilege. It's not a right. Well, it, it is, but um, to an extent, you're, you're seeing that school is a privilege and actually it's a beneficial time um, and to work hard, um, let your faith permeate everything that you do, you know, how you play your sport. Are you a good sport? Do you are you a bad sport? You know, because that would speak volumes of your Christian faith if you your language lets you down on the soccer pitch or it lets you down on the football pitch. You're looking through how do how does your faith permeate everything that we do? Um rather than because often what it comes from youth groups is kind of like we've got an event coming up. Um, go and invite your school friends to come to this event where we will present the gospel to them. Where actually most of the non-Christian young people in, in, in Northern Ireland and in Ireland are in schools. So it is more beneficial for us to equip those young people to go into those schools to share their faith with their colleagues than it is for for me, for example, to go into a school and try to do that because I'm not there often enough. So it's trying to help them to think about the opportunities that they have within school. So is that with their friendship group, you know, how do they live in such a way that people question, you know, and ask questions about their faith where they kind of say, well, actually at the weekend I was at youth group and it was, it was amazing. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and, you know, we were learning about how God has a plan for each of our lives. And, you know, they begin to have those kind of conversations or when they, they encounter a friend who's going through a difficulty that they're compassionate and they're walking with that friend. And and so it's trying to help them to think not just about, I think it starts with how they behave and how they live out their faith. Um, and then from that then comes the presentation of the gospel in terms of how do they answer you know, the question, what is it the hope that you have and why do you have this hope in God where they can begin to unpack that with their friends? Mm. Um, yeah, and so again, just you know, the importance, as you said, they're living out your faith. And we, we, we talked earlier, that might have been on the first day, of just the importance of modeling that. Um, yeah, that was in our discussion of just the relevance of Scripture. And when students hear um, how it's relevant to our own lives, living that out in front of them, um, they can see the importance of it in, in, in their personal life. And so as you're encouraging students to, you know, model in their schools and model, um, you know, before their friends, um, uh, just the impact of their 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 own faith, uh, do you find that your students are, are willing to have these conversations or are they reluctant? Are they afraid? Um, are they often persecuted if they bring this up? I mean, what, what I guess just give us some thoughts there. Um, I think one of the interesting things is that if uh, in certain school contexts, if you'd have gone back 10, 15 years, there have been an awful lot more Christian students, but that has, has changed year on year. And, and so now that they're most likely in the minority, um, you know, people will still, you know, have a, 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 you know, an affiliation with faith, but not a lived out faith. Uh, and so when it kind of comes to uh you know, being involved in school, you know, most of the guys are are probably slightly nervous because they're 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 afraid to ask certain questions because they know that they'll get hit with certain things, um, in terms of complex questions, which, you know, 
if God's in control, well, why does he let all this bad stuff happen? You know, why did, why did, you know, why are all these things happening in our lives? And so I can't believe in God because I can't see evidence of God. Um, or they'll hear things in terms of persecution of, of, of things that Christians have done in the name of God in different nations across the world. And they'll say, well, actually, I can't believe in that God. If that's that God, then I don't want to believe in him. So I think often um, they're quite happy to live amongst, um, I think, sometimes raising your head above the parapet to kind of put your faith out there and say, well, I'm a Christian. I think I don't think a lot of times there's there's not a great deal of I don't think they face a great deal of persecution. I think most of it just seems to be that they think it's sort of slightly irrelevant. Mm. And it's you know, I come from an Irish nation which has lots of myths and lots of stories and lots of, you know, rich heritage of stories and things like that there. So often at times I think for young people they just think it's another set it's another set of stories which we tell to children, but as you grow up, you realise that they're not true, and um, and so and, and in some ways, it's trying to help them to start with conversations um, in terms of just where people are and being interested in people. Because often, I don't know if you find this, but nobody wants to be a project. Nobody wants to be project evangelism where <laughs> you know, you're this year. I'm going to try and convert you, and often we try to. We, we try to remind young people that actually we don't convert anybody. God draws people to himself. We see that in John 3, you know, that, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're there to walk alongside, to share the gospel um, when those opportunities arise and ask questions, answer questions. But often part of it, we're trying to cap, you know, capture you know, young people's confidence and build them up so that they feel secure in their faith and confident in their faith when they're asked questions. And this kind of comes back to what we talked about a couple of days ago in, in terms of um, having an understanding of scripture so that when it, often what I find is that um, a lot of times Christian young people can know the answer, but they don't know why it is the answer and why it's the right answer and why it is their answer. And so then when it comes to them being asked hard questions they can't just say well it's because jesus loves me you know there has to be more to that um in some ways to unpack some of that as they kind of dialogue with their their colleagues um and also because now we live in a much more multicultural society so there's an increase um of other religions and other faiths in our school environments and so we're not the only you know, people who practice faith. And so helping them to kind of ask questions about other people's understanding and dialoguing with them as much as their non-Christian or their non-believing you know, um, peers. Yeah, yeah. Very good, Paul. And it's good too. I mean, as we're talking about this and we, you know, are dealing with students when they're starting to have these difficult conversations and starting to have, you know, peers at their own school you know, question what it is they believe. We know this is a challenge for them, and it's it's tough. But that's where they also begin to own their 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 own faith. You know, where they begin to you know get challenging questions that that start getting them to you know think a little bit. Okay, well, I've said I believe this for years, but why do I really believe this? And um, you know, all the challenging and scary at times. That's uh, also exciting uh, because that's when students begin to own that faith. Um, so, anything else to add as we close this out? I think, again, just as you said, you know, it, it's trying to help young people realize that 
this is why they were put on earth. They were put on earth to make a contribution, and that is to, you know, bring light to the darkness, to to point people towards who that light is in Jesus Christ. And I think captivating them to realize that this is this is actually the most exciting part that you can do in life. And it's it's not just something that you do on Sundays, but it's something that permeates every sense of being and that you're not just, you know, you're, you're being part of the great narrative story of the Bible. You're, you're welcoming people into the kingdom. You're helping people to kind of navigate that and answer their own questions. So I think it's trying to help them to see that, as you said, that it's a, this is a, a privilege and it's an honor and it's a joy to do it. And once you, see that transformation in someone else's life that that's an incredible thing and it's not just something to be feared of but something to be you know blessed by and enjoy well said paul thanks for that